What's going on, everyone? Happy Friday here on September 8th. Football is here. It is official. We saw the game last night. I was so excited about watching an NFL game. We got a full football weekend ahead of us. Isn't it just so much different when football is on television? Week one of 18. It's just so awesome. Some of us think, oh, football season isn't long enough. But when you're here at week one, and you know there's 18 weeks of your team playing, well, one week they'll have a bye, and hopefully your team will get past week 18, it, it seems like there's so much ahead. And that's because there really is. Heck, we got a lot ahead in South Florida this weekend. We got double action. The Canes, they got a huge test at home, Texas A&M in town. And then 24 hours later, we get to watch the Miami Dolphins while they face the Chargers on the road. Tua versus Herbert. One of the storylines in that game. Week one just always feels so good, doesn't it? We talk about waiting for football months and months. Although this year, it didn't seem like that long of a wait. Can you imagine how long of a wait it would have felt like if we didn't have what we did, the greatness in South Florida sports this year? The Canes and FAU, their ridiculous runs to the Final Four. The Panthers to the Stanley Cup Final, the Heat to the NBA Finals. We've been keeping ourselves busy. If none of that happened, we would have been waiting for football since what? April? The Panthers and Heat out because they both barely got in. That was April. Instead, we had all of April busy. We had all of May busy. And we had a lot of June busy. And then the Marlins were playing really good baseball, and they still are, even though they lost last night. So we've had a lot to fill our time where we weren't just sitting here waiting for football. But the last month or so, we definitely got amped up and and ready for it. So last night, I was sitting on the couch. I was watching the Lions and Chiefs. I ordered a pizza that was fantastic. Opened a Coke Zero, nice cold can of Coke Zero. I don't even drink that much soda anymore, but when you have a pizza, you got to have soda, don't you? I mean, what else are you going to have with a pizza? Can I have a water, please, with a pizza? And I'm not a beer drinker. Some of you just can drink beer with anything, and you watch football, and you got to have beer. I'm not going to drink juice with a pizza. So I go with a Coke Zero, open up the fridge, grab a Coke Zero, got that pizza box right in front of me, forget the plate. I got football on my television. I'm watching it just where I'm doing the show from today in Medellin. I got the sliding doors wide open. It's like 66 degrees outside. Just perfect. Absolutely perfect. I don't need the plate for the pizza. I'm going to eat right from the box, and I'm on the couch, and I'm just 
I'm loving it. No matter how you watched that game last night, I'm sure you were loving it too. Unless your significant other was bothering you during the game. Come on. Don't you have rules in your household? Football is on television. Don't bother me. If I want to talk to you, I will start the conversation. But come on. I got football on television. During a commercial, okay. But only after I go to the bathroom to pee. And then when I come back, we've still got maybe 90 seconds. Go ahead and and get some words in. I'm just assuming this is what happens. I don't have this significant other. I'm just watching football. Sometimes I'll have friends over. You know, I have guy friends too. When you're watching football, at least for me, I just don't want to be bothered. I want to watch football. I, I can't wait for Sunday just for all of these games. Even though I enjoyed one game last night, one game is cool because you can pay attention to it. Your full attention is on one game. Like I was paying attention to last night's game, and I see the Chiefs offensive lineman 74 false starting on every single play. Like what in the world was that? And I also wondered last night what Kadarius Tony is still doing in the NFL. My gosh. But besides those two thoughts, in my mind, I'm like, football is back, and this is so awesome. It feels great having NFL games that count on my television. And now, with a full weekend of our teams in Miami, this is just the best. Now we know we are set until the end of January. The weekend plans are in. Even though college football, it ends before that, before the end of January. Still, the NFL, I mean, come on, we got games to watch. Some of you play fantasy football, not all of you. Some of you wager on games. If you wager on them in Florida now, you're obviously doing it illegally. No, Slater, my barbershop. It's legal. No, it's not. Whether it's in the back room, front room, is that what they call it? I don't know. I don't go to barbershops. Have you seen my picture? So I'm not quite sure. That's probably an Uncle Luke question. I'll ask him on Tuesday. And how about Uncle Luke? He comes on this show Tuesday. He's the head coach of Miami Edison, his team, they're 2-0 now. They just beat North Miami. So shout out to my good friend, Uncle Luke. Now, on Sunday, there's going to be many people, as I've been saying this entire week, who are going to be trying to figure out the new NFL Sunday ticket. All of this is new. DirecTV had it forever. For me, I had a system. Like, no problem. Three televisions. The main screen is red zone. I got a game on the left. I got a game on the right. And it was very easy through DirecTV. Now, it's YouTube. And how this whole streaming thing is going to work and the delay and everything, I tested out my international game pass uh, last night because I'm doing the show yet again, like I said, uh, from Medellin. So that's where I am now, and that's where I was last night, still here. I'll be back in South Florida next weekend. 
And the NFL Game Pass, the international one, which probably none of you care about, uh, that was only 89 or 90 bucks for the season, and it worked perfectly last night. The delay was maybe 15 to 20 seconds from, let's say, just somebody watching in Miami on DirecTV's NBC channel. What's going to happen with the NFL ticket on YouTube? I have no idea. A lot of you like watching multiple games at one time, how that's going to all be set up. I don't know. We're all going to find out together, aren't we? Look, we're on to the magical world of streaming. So I imagine a lot of people don't know anything about streaming. A lot of you do, but a lot of you don't. And it's going to be all new. Everything's going to be new. It's going to be like turning on the television for the first time, especially if you don't know anything about streaming. There's a lot to figure out. So I'm sure there's going to be some difficulties on Sunday. Just like the teams. The teams have difficulties. You're going to have your first NFL ticket streaming on YouTube jitters. And the players out there, they have the jitters. It's just the little errors. It's week one. It's something brand new for us and for them. They haven't done this in a while. Play 60 minutes. So everyone is just getting back into the football routine. And for us who watch the game and are used to watching the NFL ticket on DirecTV with a regular remote control, we're going to have to figure this one out. I think I have my international game pass figured out. And then when I get back to Miami next weekend, I'll have to have something figured out. I just don't know what yet. I know I've got my 14th annual football pick'em challenge figured out. I had the Lions last night. What about you, huh? Against the spread? Not that I needed it, but the Lions won the game, and I'm 1-0 in my pick'em challenge. You can't start any better than that. I'm on my way to winning that $100 gift card to Joe's Stone Crab in Miami Beach. Head on over to SlaterScoops.com to be part of my 14th annual football pick'em challenge. And if you've got the most winners against the spread for the season, you and a guest will fly away to Costa Rica, all thanks to the Costa Rica dental team. If you didn't sign up yet, you missed last night's game, just think about how you would have taken the Chiefs. And it's the same thing. You would have taken KC last night. You didn't get a win. You sign up now. And it's just like you were signed up before the game last night, but lost with Kansas City. All right, I got a lot to get to this hour, but I can't get to any of it until the hour officially begins. It's time to shuffle up and deal. I am excited not only for football season, if you couldn't tell, but I'm excited to see what the Miami Dolphins have. We know the storylines. We've heard about them. We've dissected these storylines for a long time. Tua's health, Mike McDaniel, year two, Vic Fangio, 
the new look D. I am done watching clips from Dolphins training camp and practices and, and all of that. I'm done reading the tweets from the beat writers. Oh, what's the guard battle uh, down to now? Like, I'm done with all of that. Yes, that fills the time during the summer. And this summer, thankfully, Messi showed up and the Marlins have been good. But the rest of it, it's just summer filler. And I'm so tired of that. I'm so glad we're done with that. Now we've got Sunday, game one, on the road against the Chargers. And I think this is such a great test because we know that Tua Herbert storyline is not going to go anywhere anytime soon. They're in the same draft class. Herbert's really good. The Dolphins picked Tua. So the second guessing, it'll be there forever. And yeah, that's part of what makes football fun. But as far as this game is concerned, this is a great measuring stick for the Dolphins. And for this reason, remember last season, the Dolphins faced the Chargers, Brandon Staley and LA, they had a game plan. And that game plan limited the Dolphins' best weapons. They won by six. So here we are a year later. How will the Miami Dolphins adapt? What better way to determine if a football team got better than by playing a team that beat them the previous year? Last year, the Dolphins lost. This year, what's going to happen? We hear from time to time, every single week is so important. Every game you play in a 17-game season is extremely important. Sometimes that's just said to be said. But I truly do feel like this game, week one, it's very important for the Dolphins. The Chargers are one of those teams where it would be very handy later in the season to have this game against them, the head-to-head win. It could come to, down the line, the Dolphins and Chargers competing either for a playoff spot or perhaps playoff positioning. You don't have to have a divisional game to have it be a big game. This is as close as you can get to having a divisional game against a team that you feel is going to be right there with you. Because the Chargers might be right there with the Dolphins come week 17 or 18. So this head-to-head win, it could matter at the end of the season. So I think this is a super important first game. And I can't help but think about Tua's health. None of us are going to be able to not think about Tua's health. Because this will be the first time the Bullets are live. And he hasn't played since the Christmas Day game. We're going to find out. This is real action here. How is he going to protect himself? Will he fall differently? Will the clock in his head go off soon enough to keep him out of harm's way? Now we get to find out for real. 
all the preseason things where people on the internet are cherry picking plays and saying, hey, see, Tua fell better. What does that mean? It was preseason. You think starters are going absolute full speed out there, going after someone in a game that doesn't count? They're a starter. They know they're already on the team. In the preseason, he saw all the hits coming. It's like hitting in a batting cage. Sure, you can work on your form, but no one's going to judge you based on how you are in the cage. This is a live game, one that counts, with real pass rushers that are coming after you. So this is going to be a test for Tua. And I hope he passes the test. I hope Tua plays 17 games in the regular season. And there's many reasons I hope that. One, I think he's a good dude and I wish no harm to anyone. I think the Dolphins will be really good if he plays 17 games. And from a show perspective, I don't love talking about brain injuries. I will when a show calls for it, but... I think back to last season, and there were weeks at a time where we were talking about symptoms and protocols. Then Teddy Bridgewater got taken out of that Jets game for absolutely no reason. I'm done with all of that. Stay healthy, ball out, get a big contract, and let's roll. Tua should be up there at the end of the season in the conversation when people talk about great quarterbacks in the AFC. Burrow, Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Tua should be in that combo. If he's healthy, he's in that combo. He should be. I feel like last year he wasn't in it because no one knew if he was any good. And now no one's putting him in it because no one can trust that he's going to be able to be available. Mike McDaniel seems to be confident that he will be, though. My concern, it's the offensive line. And we know all about Teron Armstead. Teron Armstead's the best and most consistent guy on that line. But injuries have been a problem for him. Health along the offensive line is a huge deal. That unit needs to be in sync. They need to have continuity. I'm worried about that Dolphins O-line. I'm worried about the impact on keeping Tua safe. I'm concerned how it'll impact rush blocking. So that's something. It's definitely not nothing. I think that's extremely important for the Miami Dolphins to be successful this season, right out of the gate. And speaking of right out of the gate, the horses are coming right out of the gate at Gulfstream Park. It is always a great day to go to Gulfstream Park, especially when they got live racing going on, and they've got that right now every single week, it is their Royal Palm meet. When I go to Gulfstream Park in Hollandale Beach, I go to their trackside restaurant, 10 Palms. The AC is kicking in the trackside restaurant. You get yourself a fantastic table, have a tremendous meal, watch the races live right in front of you, and of course, you could wager on them. Heck, you could bet as little as 10 or 20 cents and possibly make thousands of dollars. I see it happen all of the time. 
Head on out to Gulfstream Park whenever you get the opportunity to live racing every single week. And if you can't get to Gulfstream, you could always wager on the First Bet app. Download it on your phone. The First Bet app is the official wagering app of Gulfstream Park. I was telling you guys about my 14th annual football pick'em challenge on my website, slaterscoops.com. Now, I want to tell you about my poker tournament. You can come out and join me and play cards at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. We are 11 days away from the next Slater Scoops Poker Tournament, Tuesday night, September 19th, in the poker room at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. $10,000 guaranteed in the prize pool and only 150 bucks to buy in. I hope to see you guys out there Tuesday night, September 19th. Cards will be in the air at 6 p.m. You can register until 8.45 p.m. So you got plenty of time to get there. Put a reminder in your phone right now. No football on Tuesday night, September 19th. Join me for the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. A place I will not be tomorrow, Hard Rock Stadium. Not that I don't want to be there, but I'm here doing the show in Medellin right now. And I'm just going to enjoy a football weekend here without going anywhere. But I'll be watching the Canes on television. What are the Canes going to do against Texas A&M? They made a great first impression. That was against Miami of Ohio. Their O-line, their D-line week one, the O-line in particular, they were great. The running backs had 250 yards. That was split between four of them. That's how it's done. Tomorrow, we're going to learn a lot more about both sides of that ball because the Canes are facing an SEC team, one that's coached by Jimbo Fisher, and I believe he's 8-1 and in his career against UM. The Canes are going to be facing big dudes against A&M. So that's going to be a way bigger and better indicator than what we saw week one. The dream for Mario and his staff would be the same dominance week two that they had week one. If that line is just as good, if they can impose their will on A&M the same exact way they did to Miami of Ohio, now you're talking. But what are the chances of that? Sure, there is the possibility that could happen, but I got to see it first. You can't have me believing in this UM team just yet. I thought the Canes passing offense last week, it didn't show a whole lot because TVD's touchdown pass was just get it quickly out to the wide receiver and then he housed it. We saw one really nice touch pass from him to uh, Xavier Restrepo. That was in the second half. That was a dime. But other than that, Tyler Van Dyke was kind of just getting guys in and out of the huddle and handing it off. The Canes in this game, they're going to need a whole lot more from their quarterback and that passing game. Yeah, you want to establish the run and pound it. That's why you got four running backs. But I don't think UM is going to beat Texas A&M without a good performance from Tyler Van Dyke. And on the defense, it's the same deal. It starts with the line. Starts at the point of attack. 
one thing I noticed in their first game, you look at the past five or ten years, tackling had been such an issue for Miami. So many instances in the past few years of guys just not able to get the opponent to the ground. But in that first game, I saw a lot of teammates making tackles together. Good help, good spacing, good pursuit. It was a well-coached, functioning well defense. Will they be able to maintain that against a good Texas A&M team? This is the number 23 team in the country, for whatever that's worth. They're not number one or number two. I mean, they're definitely beatable. We just saw Florida State throw LSU all over the field. That's an ACC team beating an SEC team. Although I haven't checked in the last five minutes to see if that's changed. It's really hard to keep up with all of this movement, but I just hope the crowd is there and into it. I think the Canes athletic department felt that there were going to be a lot of AM fans that would travel to Miami for this one. I think American Airlines thought that too. They set up a flight which leaves College Station at 5.30 Eastern time, so just in a little bit, and arrives in Miami at 8. They don't have nonstop flights from College Station to Miami, but American Airlines set it up for today and then on the way back for Sunday. And I was just looking in the coach seats on that plane, which fits less than like 75 people, it's still got a lot of availability. So availability on the flight, availability in the stadium. Maybe AA was charging too much. I know the Canes were definitely charging too much. 125 bucks face value to get a seat in the upper deck. Like way up in the upper deck, not even a low row. What were they thinking? Those seats, they're available, and I completely understand why. And if you go to my X feed, formerly Twitter, I think I'll say that for another month. Maybe October, I'll just say my X feed. I've been posting some prices from the secondary market. 50-yard line seats, lower level, 80 bucks. Maybe very sunny in that area, but 80 bucks? It's ridiculous. And the Canes official site selling upper deck row 20-something for 125. Then you got to pay 40 bucks to park, and you're probably not going yourself. Then you got to buy food or drinks or both. It's just, it's a lot of money to go see this Canes team, which not everybody has faith in just yet, and rightfully so. It's not going to cost you much money to get in the doors to Dean's Gold, the ultimate gentleman's club where you could be surrounded by gorgeous. That's the place to go. The beautiful women that you will find at Dean's Gold, they come from all over the world. So many different countries are represented at Dean's Gold. That is why they are the ultimate gentleman's club. You want to go tonight on a Friday? Go for it. You want to go tomorrow night, Saturday? Go for it. Or even before breakfast, you can go to Dean's Gold. That's because Dean's Gold is open every single day from 8 p.m. until 6 in the morning. Dean's Gold, the ultimate gentleman's club, is located on the northeast corner of Northeast 163rd Street 
and Biscayne Boulevard that's in North Miami Beach. Enjoy yourself. Surround yourself with beautiful ladies who come from all over the world. There is only one building in South Florida you could do that. It is the ultimate gentleman's club, Dean's Gold. Before I get to more football talk, because we can never have enough, Clay Ferrero is going to join me shortly, and we'll get into a football conversation because I love those conversations. Before that, though, the Marlins are still playing baseball, and the Marlins are right in this wild card race. Even though they got destroyed last night, 10-0 by the Dodgers, the Marlins are now in Philadelphia. Philly's been playing some pretty good baseball in the second half. So this is another tough stretch for Miami, and it's a tough place to go and play. The good news is it's September 8th, and the Marlins are still worth mentioning. It's not going to be easy for them to get that third wild card spot, but they can definitely do it. You may have seen the video from last night, and I tweeted out a response to it this morning. The ball man, not a ball boy, the ball man, he was thinking that Freddie Freeman hit a foul ball, but it was fair. So the ball man fields it, and he throws it into the stands. The umpires wound up letting Mookie Betts score. The outcome was 10 nothing, so it really didn't make a difference. But no, the ball man didn't get fired. My groundskeeper source said the ball man will remain in the ball man rotation. Yeah, that is a thing that really exists. Another thing that really exists, early retirement. You may be thinking, how the heck can I do that? You want to travel more? Of course you do. Contact Trajan Wealth. They can get you started, put you on the right track so you can enjoy more vacations. It is never too early to start planning your retirement. Trajan Wealth, they're located locally in Palm Beach, It will cost you nothing to set up a meeting with Trajan Wealth. Why not contact them? Visit their site, TrajanWealth.com. That's TrajanWealth.com. Or you can give Trajan Wealth a call, 561-390-1000. That's 561-390-1000. Advisory services are offered through Trajan Wealth, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor, and this is a paid advertisement. Here on this Friday, ready for football season, ready for the Dolphins opener, Clay Ferrero from WPLG Local 10 joins us on the Andy Slater Show. So, Clay, who do you got? Dolphins or Chargers winning the AFC title? <laughs> you, had to, you, you had to give me a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, despite what we saw last night, I, uh, I, I, I still think that somehow the Chiefs are going to dig out of this deep, deep hole that the <laughs> national talking heads want us to think that they got themselves into last night. I think they'll find a way to to ultimately win the AFC. But uh, yeah, Sunday's game should be fun. Uh, you know, it's like. Tua and, Ju- and Justin Herbert, no matter what they do for the rest of their careers, there's going to be a link. I think it's more 
uh, it's made like it's more of a thing in South Florida than it is in LA. I don't think they particularly care because uh, I think they like the guy that they got and they're fine with it. Uh, but you no, know, every time they play, this is going to be a thing. And so, you know, I'm looking forward to watching that duel because last year Herbert obviously got the best of him. What do you look for, Clay? Tomorrow, not tomorrow, but Sunday. I want it to be tomorrow already. Tomorrow's the Canes. Uh, but what do you look for Sunday, Clay? Aside from can Tua survive? Well, I, I think what leads to that is how's the offensive line playing. I really want to see that. I also want to see the running game. I, I want to see a commitment to running the football because I think that's something that uh, you could argue that Mike McDaniel, if he had one flaw offensively last year, it was they were in a lot of bad third down, down in distances. And, you know, what, what happens there is, hey, you know, it's boom or bust a lot of times, and that means your defense is right back on the field. And so now you've got – a uh, new defensive coordinator in Vic Fangio. And I'm, I'm curious if there's been conversations like, hey, uh, Mike, love your offense, but uh, you got to help us a little bit. Like you can't, <laughs> we can't be on the on the sideline for five seconds every time. Um, so I want to see, is there a renewed commitment to the running game? And and I want to see the offensive line and, and speaking of the defense, I really want to see how the the secondary performs without Xavier Howe, without, excuse me, without uh, Jalen Ramsey. And, um, you know, I, I think, they were obviously counting on him to make the unit better. It's not like they're going to take a massive step back because he got hurt compared to last year because it's not like he was here last year. And yet you want to see how these things come together under Fangio and if any of these guys are going to take the next step. Clay, is there something that maybe you could see in this game Sunday that would make you think long-term, um, like long-term success for this Miami team? Running the football. Uh, I mean, but like very, after, very simple. After one game, I'm just saying, like, you say running the football, and I'm not arguing with you, but if they run the football really well, will you be able to say, you know what, they're going to have a very successful season? Just No, no. I, I wouldn't go that far. I, I would say if they struggle to run the ball or if it appears that – there's like I would be more likely to say, oh man, how are they gonna how are how are they gonna protect Tua if they're always either gonna be in known passing situations because they can't run it or because they're refusing to commit to running. So I yeah, I guess it's more it would go the other way a little bit. Not that I'm gonna throw the towel in on the season, but mm. I want to see that. It's important. No, I there's nothing that's gonna happen tomorrow that's gonna make me like go from thinking this team is a uh, a wild card team, and this is what I think. I think they're a wild card team that if Buffalo doesn't get their stuff together and if the Jets don't like uh, magically put it all together really quickly, they're a wild card caliber team that can easily push for the top of that division. Um, there's nothing that's going to make me tomorrow think, oh, wow, I just saw this, so I know this team is going to go to the Super Bowl, if, that, if that's what you're asking. You know what's funny? I keep saying tomorrow, you keep saying tomorrow, and I promise to the audience this, yeah, is, yeah, this, is, not, yeah. this is not post-recorded. Okay, right, th- this right, is Friday. Right, right. We're not post-recording this on Saturday. You, yeah. you think it's it's in our mind like that, and it's weird that we're both doing that just because we're so excited? Well, I think it's probably because we saw a game last night. We're ready, man. I mean, that was – hey, I, I was sitting here watching. I was like, man, this is real football. We're back. It actually it actually counts. So, yeah, I, I pro- probably a little subconscious. And, um, yeah, okay, I was going to make a joke about the uh, – <laughs> ticket sales for the Gates. hurricane I, I refuse to do that so i i don't want to get myself in trouble i'll let you do you that. know it's funny because i was gonna do it and i said 
Man, let me let Clay do it, and now you're like, oh, I was going to uh-huh. do it. Let me let Andy do it. You know, you know, they say that uh, you know, uh, true true friends are are the <laughs> ones who will, uh, a friend is is the one who will come bail you out of jail. True friends are the ones who will be sitting there in jail next to you. What does that make the person that will throw the other person under the bus so that they're <laughs> the ones who go to jail and they leave them there to rot? That's it. That, that's the type of relationship we apparently have. <laughs> Clay Ferreira with WPLG Local Ten with us here on the Andy Slater show. I know you said that you're not going to throw in the towel. Um, you're probably also not going to put the Dolphins in the Super Bowl after one game. But Clay, you're well aware that Twitter, or shall I say X, um, and social media, like Dolphins fans are going to do that no matter what, right? Sure, of course. Of course, everybody's... And, and look, especially because it's it's Tua versus Harper. It's, there is always going to be way too much meaning attached to this game. And, you know, like, I get it. I understand. They... You know, if you're a fan, you you want to you want to feel like your team made the right choice. Um, but I I just don't going on the road against a playoff team, cross country first weekend of the season. Uh, no, a win would be really nice. A win a win like you feel like you know, it's kind of like what uh, what you heard Dan Campbell say after the game last night when he was asked, "Hey, does this tell you anything about your team?" No, it validates everything that I I already saw in camp. No, I think you go across country and you win a game, and then you start to feel like, hey, we, we got a pretty good squad here. And, you know, it kind of validates maybe some of the things that they had seen during camp. Um, and yet at the same time, because it is a difficult opener, then, you know, you're not going to throw in the towel if, for whatever reason, you don't end up winning the game. So, um, so yeah, I'm just, I, I just don't think one way or the other that it makes a whole lot of sense to overreact. Clay, not to say Dolphins fans don't like Mike McDaniel, and he can be successful, but after seeing Dan Campbell get hired by the Lions, and then you watch that game last night, do you think Dolphins fans today, Clay, are thinking, gosh, I, I wish our team would have kept them? Man, I mean, I, I think unfortunately it's a result-oriented business. So I, I think it's it's largely. I don't think they're saying that today. It, you know, and I don't I don't think they're saying, oh boy, we really screwed up in in not keeping Dan Campbell. But I do think like if if Mike McDaniel doesn't pan out, and you know, over time, then things start to look like, hey, maybe maybe he should have been the the right choice at the time because we all know he really wanted that job. Um, then maybe, but no, I'm not. I'm not ready to go there yet. I don't. I don't think fans would go quite that far. But again, I mean, let's let's see what happens the rest of the season. It's just too early to start to make that sort of. Isn't assessment. it fair to say though, Clay? That let, let's just say that you sound like a lawyer. Isn't it? Well, fair I talk to, to a say, lot of lawyers. Isn't it? <laughs> oh, did did Slater just give out his sources? <laughs> well, no, I quote some of them. <laughs> jo, jo, Slater, Slater's source, John Morgan from Morgan Morgan, <laughs> but. Is it not fair to say, Clay, that the Dolphins wouldn't have some of the personnel they have right now, such as Tyreek Hill, if it wasn't for Mike McDaniel? No, for sure. For sure. And I, and again, I think that's why you, you just can't have these wild overreactions. I just don't. Yeah, I, I, I think some of this stuff, you want to be careful with. Um, you know, going too far one way or the other and, and just make sure that um, you know, you're giving a proper evaluation because, you know, that's that's how you get in trouble sometimes. You, uh, you know, we've seen guys who pushed out the door way too early and then they end up down the line doing a really good job and, and teams wish that they would have kept them. So, no, I I get it. I understand that there's always going to be this 
this uh, jump to overreacting. And yet, you know, this it's game one, man, like for both teams, it's game one. Let's let's just chill a little bit. If the Hard Rock Bet app was working right now and it will be soon, but it's not yet. Wait a minute. Are you wait? Are you are you uh, are you breaking news here? No, I, that, uh... I didn't talk to a lawyer. Sorry. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, no, okay. No, no lawyer on this. You know, oh, is it Darren Darren Heitner who uh, <laughs> Heitner like who always? Uh, yeah, yeah. I will we'll break news soon on that. Very very okay. soon. Oh, okay. uh, but if right. I if I gave you a five hundred dollar free play right now on the app, and I said you have two choices, Clay, you could either put it on the Dolphins to win or the Canes to win. Hopefully you wouldn't have already blown it on the USA basketball team to win. <laughs> uh, but if you could put it on the Dolphins or Canes to win, where are you putting that $500 free play? Very interesting. I think I would lean I think I would lean Canes. I think I would lean Canes. I, I just think it's hard to go I just I think I think it's hard to go on the road and win uh week, week 1 cross country. I I think and again, that's why I say like if they win this game, I'll feel really good about about where they're at. Um but you know, I'm, which and, team, and I also which team will you feel good about? Yeah, well, well, <laughs> talking about the Dolphins, like if they're able to go across, because you groaned like you uh, you wanted me to take the take the 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 fins with that. It's just so hard to do that. It's so hard to go cross country like that. I, I you know, I, I make that noise, but I'm I'm kind of with you. That's it. It's pretty tough. Like you would have to take. 15 or 20 minutes to make that decision. And obviously you didn't have 15 or 20 minutes here because I couldn't do dead air. You didn't give me minutes. 15 or 20 seconds, I, I man. Didn't, like, I didn't. <laughs> what do you want me to do? All right, now that I'm rethinking it, I'm going to change my mind just because now that you've... Uh, you've you can't cancel no, a I, wager, man. You can't. Yeah, no. I, I, Hey, look, I mean, you didn't ask me about the Canes. I, I really like what I saw with them running the football last weekend. I just, I, I feel like, man, I, I feel like one of these old school coaches, oh, if you can run the football, you're going to win. Um, and yet I, I do think that, uh, that sort of a thing for both teams is going to be really important. And I think especially, man, South Florida heat, um, you know, second weekend of the season, Kane's taken on uh, an SEC opponent, but they can lean on him a little bit and get that running game going. I just, I, I, I like their chances tomorrow. I really do. Did you feel good enough about their running game to spend $125 on an upper level ticket? See, I got I spent you. Enough, I, I felt good enough about their running game to make sure that I cleared my plans to be watching it on Local 10 at 3.30 tomorrow. Uh, and, and notice I said tomorrow. Weasel yeah. your way out of this one. See? Uh-huh. No, man. No. Hey, hey, we don't get we don't get ratings for people being in the seats right now. <laughs> no, you're not kidding. That is joking. true. But I don't uh, think you have to worry about that. I think your ratings will be just fine. <laughs> yeah, people definitely be and man, people were watching like crazy for that FSU uh LSU game too. So people are ready for football, man. It's exciting. It is. It really is. Clay Ferrero from WPLG Local 10. You could catch the game tomorrow on WPLG Local 10. Clay, it's always good to talk to you. And uh, good luck with that free play bet that does not exist. <laughs> All right, buddy. Take care. <laughs> take care. It's tough. Where would you put that bet? Would you put it on the Dolphins? Would you put it on the Hurricanes? Really, I think that's a tough decision. All right, that's all the time I got for this Friday afternoon. Enjoy your real football weekend. For now, I'm Andy Slater, and I'll see you later.